0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're located, and welcome, welcome to WWW. What happened this week in the world? What does the word say about it? I'm Ken H. Coming to you as always, live from Houston, Texas, the third week of September finishes out. The weather changed a lot cooler around the country, so great times happening. For those that are new to the program, welcome and enjoy the next and fastest 25 minutes of your day. Let's get started. Well, again, as always, we try to come up with what is happening in the world and what happened this last week, and I noticed once again a theme, a rather interesting theme as many, many, many people are starting to kind of stand up for their feelings, stand up for their their feeling and their thoughts, and perhaps, dare we say, the principles that they have and a lot of people are starting to stand up and say we're not going to take it any longer and therefore in the news and across the country were a lot of protests and a lot of stoppages and a lot of rebellion from people and groups and activities when it came specifically to what is coming down from this administration is the COVID vaccine, the mandate to have the vaccine, or perhaps the mask mandate. Just in the top of the news, as we saw this week very clearly, different walks of life, different organizations were rebelling and saying enough. 125 staff parted ways with Indiana's biggest hospital system after they were refusing to take the mandate. So they simply are not gonna do it, so they're starting to back away. Those that are in the red states are starting to find themselves having a bit better in employment, a better uh, situation versus those blue states. The FDA, the Federal Drug Administration panel, voted 16 to three against approving the Pfizer COVID 19 booster shots, standing up again for what they're claiming the science would say. And a frequent traveler sued the CDC, Center for Disease Control, and the Biden administration for unconstitutional mask mandates on public transportation. Also, 117 employees filed a lawsuit against the Texas hospital here, for requiring, again, the COVID-19 vaccine. So people are starting to say, no, that's not right, you're infringing upon my rights. I have principles and the principles are dictating what I wanna do for my life, my body, my family, and you are not going to dictate to me where we're going to go with this. So clearly the principles started to fall into place this week and I saw it quite clearly again in all of these walks and all of these lawsuits and the administration doesn't seem to be listening, doesn't apparently seem to be paying attention because they keep mandating or encouraging their federal organizations to mandate. The CDC, as I mentioned in this vote, the, the body of the group said, the panel if, if you will, voted 16 to three against it. And yet in a very political move, the CDC director and the FDA director said, but we're gonna do it anyway. So they formed a committee to, to, to study the situation. The situation was studied. The group came back and voted and 16 to three, they said, we are not gonna encourage vaccine boosters with the Pfizer group. And yet the leadership of those organizations said, well, that doesn't matter. We're going to go ahead anyway. So they didn't even listen to the science. They didn't listen to their 16 to 3 vote panel. They're not following their own principles, or perhaps they are, and they're very evil principles or principles that don't have anything to do with really what is going forward. So this week clearly it was obvious and I'm going to talk about this 25 minutes. We're going to focus in on the principles. What are the principles? Do you have principles? Well, of course, there are those basic principles, right? Those principles which you have that are derived, those things that you must learn, the fundamentals. Let's get down to the basics, if you will, the fundamental principles, the basics, the bedrock of your life. Where did you learn those? Well, most everybody learned those from their family, their parents, taught them these principles, those those ideas, try to be nice to people, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, those kind of bedrock principles, take care of your body, take care of your loved one, take care of your family, take care of your partner, your wife, your husband, your children. Those are principles that we all have been instilled since we were little. We learned them quite quickly in our young ages, whether it be at the school that would teach us how to behave and, and treat others properly, or perhaps in a sport team, those principles of team sportsmanship and be nice to your, your opponents, win gracefully, lose graciously, that kind of thing. The Ryder Cup just finished over the weekend, and there was a graciousness on both sides. The winners were the Americans this time with a very victorious 19 to 9 victory. And the Europeans, of course, lost, but they lost with grace and gratitude. So there were some principles on being a good sport that they all had known, and they do know, and they practiced quite clearly in front of everybody. What are some of those other principles? What are some of your principles? My father, of course, and mother taught us uh, clearly and quickly we are to be kind to one another we're to be kind to fellow respect our elders respect those people of authority we learn that from the very basic uh, I, I you know the things that are happening in schools with the students attacking a teacher is just beyond my understanding beyond my imagination. That is not something that we even dreamt of doing nor would we have done because the principles we were taught were simply fundamental. Be respectful of elders, be respectful of those in authority. So I don't have a clue who has taught these young people that it's okay to badmouth a police officer, badmouth a teacher, a parent, swing a punch for heaven's sakes at one of those individuals, run from a police officer. I don't know where those principles are being taught, but they're clearly not basic fundamental principles. And so we have to kind of look at ourselves, look in the mirror and find out where are they coming from and why in the world are people not reacting? well? That's kind of where we're at right now. The reaction is becoming more and more clear. People are starting to react. This is not a fundamental principle. You, as the government, even though I'm supposed to respect authority, you do not have the right, the ability to say what I will put in my body, what I will do or I will lose my job, or I will lose my such and such. So, so many people, Disney's coming up with it, United Airlines is coming up with it, pre-planned strikes from these organizations, these businesses, these companies, that have openly said, we're going to mandate the vaccine at our organization, or you will lose your job. I don't know where you stand on that idea, and I don't know where you stand on the concept of the vaccine. However, there are people that are simply standing on the principles of this is not your body, this is not your life, at risk, at danger perhaps, they just don't believe in that. Maybe it's just they don't believe in the authoritarianism of the idea you're going to tell me what to do and how to live my life. It's very clear that we're starting to get a build up of more and more people at the schools, right? All of that school boards that are causing uproars because this, this, the teachers, that the, the parents have found out what maybe the teachers are teaching and they're not happy about it. Clearly this 2020 remote learning thing was obviously an eye-opener for many. Not only did the kids kind of have to study at home, but the parents got to hear firsthand what the teachers were saying, and a lot of them went, you got to be kidding. That goes against our principles, our family principles, our family fundamentals. You can't teach, I don't want you teaching my children that concept, that idea. That's against the principles. And so that's happening quite across the board in all walks of life. And it was so prevalent this week that I thought we'd take some time today and discuss that with your idea, your concept of where are your principles? Do you have them? Are you exercising them? Are you at the board meetings fighting for your children's education and what they teach your children? Are you at home? Or are you at work having to deal with this vaccine mandate from your company? Is it happening? Boy, we'll find out what the word has to say about it. It goes quick. Here we are, 58% off the cover charge. If you'll order through WWW, we're great and proud that Travel and Leisure wants to partner with us and sponsor. For 12 issues, that's one year, you'll pay just a mile $29.99, 58% off the most interesting magazine that tells you where to go, where to stay. Beautiful pictures, color-coded, delivered right to your house, 866-737-8037, or www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Thank you so much. Well, we turn the corner and we head for the house, but we head for the house with this clearly in mind. Once again, we've talked about, or we've picked a subject that in the Word has some very minor analytics. I've gotten excited with the analytics, and you know we've started some of those analytics, and there are words, and the subjects that we're discussing sometimes are written and talked about quite extensively in the Word, and yet this time, once again, like last week, a very few analytics therefore making them quite clear and helpful to focus on only six times in the word mainly in the New Testament is the word principles discussed and they're clear because it's a clear distinction on the principles that were being taught Colossians 2 8 so it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men according to the elementary principles of the world rather than according to Christ. So once again you have this chance that you'll be given principles that are different than what the word says. And Colossians 1533 says clearly do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals, morals principles very similar in their description. So again, the Word does discuss these principles that we want to teach and preach, and as I mentioned to you, most of our principles, at least within my family, were caught from the Word. We had them, of course, in our Sunday School classes or perhaps from the pulpit or from perhaps from the minister, and so we had these principles given to us from the Word and therefore we learned them once again. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, the Golden Rule. You talk about being kind to your parents, your elders, respect those of authority. Those, Those things were embedded in us very clearly from the beginning. I have no recollection of when they started but I can also tell you I don't remember when they weren't there. I've always known them, whether it's again from the parental teaching or from the Sunday School or whatever, we've always had them. So these principles are in our lives and the question is are you willing to take a stand like these lawsuits from these other companies, you know, these individuals are taking a lawsuit We're not going to get really into the lawsuit aspect of it, but it's the stand up and take a stand, take a moment and say enough, or no, or stop, or wait a minute, let's take a time out. Something like that would tell you it's time to keep it. First Timothy would say, of course, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and Christ and His chosen angels to maintain these principles without bias do nothing in the spirit of partiality. So again, making sure the Word says do take a stand. Go ahead and make sure you know the principles. Teach and preach these principles, 1 Timothy 6 would tell us. Teach and preach the principles of Christ. So again, love one another. Do unto others as you would have them do. Don't commit those crimes, those sins, those kind of things. So there's plenty to talk about, plenty that we would have in our principal category. What are some of your principles? What really are some of your principles? For me and my company at Excalibur, of course, in the Netherlands, it was a clear principle because I learned in the business that I was in, the competition was lying. They lied quite often, quite clearly, to get the customers to buy into their story, buy into their, try to get their business, and they would lie all the time. And my customers hated it. It wasted so much time. And I heard that and I quickly recited, my company will not lie to you. We may not get every deal, and we understood that, but we would get the majority because we won't waste your time by lying. Our principle was we would not lie to you, we would not waste your time, and I can tell you a thousand examples of stories where the other brokers would lie to a client, waste the time, the client would call us, call me specifically and say, what's your market? I'd give him the range. He said, are you serious? Yes. That hasn't changed, not since the first time we spoke, but the other brokers said they had a better. They didn't, obviously. They lied. So can you really do the deal? Yes. Can you do it right now? Yes. Would you do it? Yes. Did we do it? Yes. And they were as shocked as always. But it grew quickly that Excalibur and my company, Star Supply, before I went to Excalibur, was going to tell them the truth, the principle of not wasting their time, not lying to them. So it's clearly a simple little idea of not wasting someone's time by lying produced gobs of support, tons of business, tons of financial gain because we would not waste their time. A simple principle of not lying about where the market was or where a buyer or seller range was. That's an easy one, right? Don't lie. Well, it makes sense, but then when you see it firsthand, I can tell you firsthand it was an amazing principle that surprisingly took the clients by surprise because they were shocked that I was telling the truth and then repeatedly came back and they loved that I didn't waste their time with that simple principle. What about some other principles? How about with your children? How about with your loved ones? How about the principle? I have a principle with my horse, of course. Midnight, you know, is my dearest horse of 20 years. We've been together forever. Was sharing some more stories as we had a stable barbecue over the weekend, and it was great fun to hang out with other horse people, blah, blah. Those things come and go, but I have a strict no-hitting policy, and I don't care. Midnight and I have not had to deal with that. Does he do something wrong sometimes? Yes, of course. Does he get punished? Yes, of course. Is it because I hit him? Absolutely not. It's against my principles. Well, how do I discipline my horse, you'll ask? Well, secretly I'll tell you, and he'll obviously tell you for sure. I twist his upper lip a little. So when he does something bad, I grab his upper lip and we kind of give it a twist. And he doesn't like it, but he recognizes straight away that the action he just proceeded doing is wrong. Then he therefore is going to stop. He then buries his head into my chest, pushes me about a foot and apologizes, saying, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I won't ever do that again. But I will not hit him. It's a simple principle I have adopted in that part of my life with my horse. I simply will not hit him. And so it pains me when I see other horse owners and young people or whatever hit their horses because I don't see a need for it. Never have I written in any book, read in any horse famous book, Horse Whisperer, the rest, or anybody else, Monty Robbins, nobody has said, hit a horse hit your pet, hit any pet. Mother and dad would never let us hit the pets anyway. And so those are just principles that I was taught. You be kind to animals, they'll be kind back. Obviously there are ways to discipline and I understand that. I've just shared that with you. So I'm not stupid. I'm not suggesting they can't have some punishment or some discipline, but it doesn't revolve around hitting. That's a principle my parents taught me and I will continue living that life and I will continue to share. And I'll mention it to other people perhaps if they do something like that. Maybe we can do a different bit of discipline with that horse. Maybe we can do a bit of discipline that's different than just whacking them. Children get the same. You see them in the store where the parents whacking on their child or smacking their child at the grocery store when they're acting up, you know, so there are ways to discipline. Do you have a principle with your own children? Are you aware of that discipline? Are you yourself disciplining your children differently? Have a principle? Do they have rules? Do they know the rules at your house? Are the rules clear and understandable so that there's no mistakes? That's what it's all about. I think that's where we're getting to and that's the end of this idea that I want to share with you today. The idea that you need to have some principles, of course, wherever you get them, develop them, whether it's a school or teacher or parent or rules of the company or rules of the school or rules of whatever, Get the principles, understand the principles, and then abide by the principles, and you'll go further. You'll be able to survive longer. You'll be able to have a better time in the event, the activity, the, the relationship, the team, the classroom, the job. All of these things are possible when you know the principles, understand the principles, and abide by the principles. The Word shares that that is an idea that we are to promote and that we are to follow, and that we are to enjoy, and we are to engage in principles. I solemn charge you in the presence of God and Jesus Christ and his chosen angels to maintain these principles. If you died with Christ to the elementary principles of the world, why as if you were living in the world do you submit yourself to that? So there are these principles mentioned in the word clearly telling us have them, get them, teach them, preach these principles and use them clearly and enjoy them. I can promise you, you're going to have a better time with a little bit of structure and a little bit of word and a little bit of resource, but a little principle that you stand by. You see someone doing something to a child in the grocery store and it's not your principal. Is your principal to stand up, say something to the parent? Or do you remain quiet? Boy, that's a tough one. I've really maybe hit close to home. Is it your job to tell them how to parent their child? Is it your job to tell someone else how to teach their child, student, husband, wife, whatever? But the question is, if you see an injustice, if you see something that's against the principles, are you willing to take a stand? We started the message today with, of course, these people in these organizations that are taking a stand by filing a lawsuit saying we are not going to participate further because our principles tell us that we can't, we will not, we should not, we will not go down this road, we are not going to be bullied, we're not going to be threatened we're not going to be whatever i guess i'm is it takes great courage right do i have the right to come to a horse owner at the stables and say i think you should stop hitting your horse it's not my place but yet could it be should it be am i walking a fine line am i putting myself in a spot where i shouldn't be would you be offended if i came up to you and said excuse me sir would you stop hitting? I don't see a reason for you to hit the child, the dog, the horse. The, the, is that my place? Or is that really not our spot? Oh, can't I'll stand up for my principles only when it involves me, not somebody else, not somebody against who I don't know, who I'm not supposed to talk to, who I really have no relationship with. Is that where we're going? Interesting, right? it's a it's a it's a real good subject. Talk about it this week. Talk about it with your family, your loved ones, the people that maybe you share this podcast with or those that you have a relationship with. What are their principles? And again, define your principles to them. Do you have some? Do you have some strong principles? Are you really standing by your principles? Uh at all costs. Do you stand by them? And and absolutely, I'm not going to change. I'm going to hold the line, if you will, and make sure my principles are known. I look forward to hearing from you. I always enjoy our time together. It's always great that we have these 25 minutes. And as always, I thank you for your letters and your notes. It's very good. I got a couple last week on on the subject. Thank you again for reaching out. I hear what you're saying, and I, and I do agree with some of the points, and some of the points cause me to kind of reflect on this time together, and so it's really, really cool. We are all trying to help each other. We're all in this together as we continue to study, be together, work in these, you know, you, we are exactly the same because all of us have 24 hours today. None of you get one second longer than I do. I don't get a second longer than you do. Older, younger, rich or poor, man or woman, doesn't matter. We are in this together because everybody has the same amount of time. That's the boundlessness that we are by time and where God, of course, has a timeless boundary. That's what separates us from our Heavenly Father, the time barrier. But our time goes very quickly. We're in this together under one sky. Thank you so very much for joining me today. What are your principles? And are you exercising them, showing them, promoting them, securing them? Have a great rest of your week. Good luck, and we'll see you next time on WWW.